Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The furthest from professional. My other show is more professional than this one. Um, well, it doesn't help. We're like basically family. So it's like, hey, man, what's going on? So this, this is, is like, like us on the back porch somewhere talking. Yes, this is us this is after like before karaoke, drinking margaritas in our backyard, <laughs> just like chilling right before we decide, you know, we need to start singing some karaoke. That's what's up. You know, and uh, I, I know you you follow my wife on social media and we had the karaoke we busted out the machine yes! that we bought and uh we had a blast yeah karaoke it's not it's hard to get people to sing but you know once you start drinking it's easy it's easy for it's, me anyway yeah I'll disagree with it's hard <laughs> to get people to sing because they'll start with yeah they'll start with no I don't I was like oh that's cool here would you like a shot yeah, and all of a sudden you've got like I don't know the weekend in your uh, living room just oh yeah. going during halftime. It, it, tur- it awesome. turns into a, 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 the main stage, yeah, in front of a whole it's, crowd. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So it's nice to see people because like I I know everybody does car concerts. Like come on, you, we all do. We all do. So, all exactly. Have. Exactly. So it's just nice to see people just kind of let loose and be like, like, we just had that, not this weekend, uh, the past weekend, we had somebody like, no, we never sing, blah, blah. Man, she was out there dancing and everything. (laughs) Like, yeah, girl, you do you. It's something about when you start getting into the mode, like (laughs) your mind starts going to the, like the music video and you're like, okay, I'm going to start doing the dance moves and singing oh man yeah. man i told ram <laughs> that you guys need to do baby bye 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 next time <laughs> like that's Sign my request it it'll happen perfect um i get we've already started into it but this is <laughs> yeah this is how it's gonna go now um this is our you know the first episode of my little uh podcast i called it to be funny uh but yeah this is awesome uh you're you're the first guest i hope you feel honored i feel really <laughs> honored like i really do because yeah. first i was like i know for a fact i'm not the only person in the industry that he knows so that's <laughs> really really nice i was I'm like the, i'm the first one i just bug a lot of people that's all i do <laughs> i don't so, i don't know anybody they're like who's this guy no uh <laughs> No, you got to go in with confidence. Like, listen, oh, yeah. confidence is key. Like, I'll tell you a story about confidence. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't think I've told you this before. No, say it. So one, one time, here's what confidence will do for you. <laughs> I walked into the dry cleaners and I hand them the receipt. And I'm like, yeah, like, I'm going to get my stuff right. 
it's awesome. And the guy looks at the receipt and looks at me and looks at the receipt. He looks to the back and he looks and I'm kind of like, so, you know, what's going on? And he's like, um, this is a nail salon receipt. (laughs) (laughs) I confidently gave her my Manny Petty receipt to get my clothes <laughs> and you know i told him i'm like listen at least i did it with confidence <laughs> and now you're gonna remember who i am exactly right. I walk in. and they did and they're really friendly so <laughs> you know confidence is key <laughs> it's everything well and he caught you but i mean imagine if he didn't he, he would have been like bam yeah i would have uh, been like that one right that's me right there uh any gucci back there that's also mine oh yeah put that in here too i feel like that's mine i remember it from last time i just don't have that receipt so let's let's put that in there too <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah yeah but yeah um, oh man so you get to ask me anything uh, and I, well we get ooh. to talk about whatever um i know well and we need a. Uh, you'll be in the description of who you are and what you do, but uh, yeah, you've uh, you've been in the film industry for a little bit. I mean, you've you've had uh, you've had uh, parts on some very popular shows, and then also you've been in a a couple of full length uh, indie features, which yeah. I caught that one. What death leaves behind, and uh, I told you the story last time when I was just. Yeah. I was scrolling through Tubi and I just see your face. I'm like, oh, there, well, her movie's on there. So I watched it. I love the story. It was a, it was a great little feature. And uh, I hope more people, you know, start seeing it. Oh, thank you. I think that was funny because you were like, you told me the story. <laughs> oh, I was scrolling through and I wasn't sure if that was your film. So I clicked on it and I see your face yeah. <laughs> up there. And then I took the picture from my TV and I thought, oh. I don't like seeing my face that big. That's just weird. Um, <laughs> but I love that film. I had such yeah. a good time. Um, that's God. That was an extraordinary experience for me. Because uh, I went in, I don't know if I told you this, but when I went into audition, they were already on the callbacks. So I was auditioning with people who got callbacks. And that was my first time going in. Oh, wow. Uh, no pressure. So I knew I had to be like 200% in uh, and a hundred percent bitch, I guess. Um, it's not hard to do. <laughs> and you can leave that. I'm fine with it. <laughs> you can leave that. I'm okay. I'm going to, it, it's there. Yes. It's, it's, it's the truth. I said it at the premiere in LA, so it's fine. Um, but just the team is amazing. And the fact that we can stay in touch now, it's really cool. I mean, Chad Morton and Rachel Forey and Amanda Diaz. And then, my God, the cast just, man, I got to meet Vincent Young and I have pictures with him. I mean, 90210 girl right here from yeah. back in the day. <laughs> and Johnny Alonso, who's incredible. Our lead actor killed it. He was just, he no, was scary. Everybody, I thought, did a fantastic job the acting and every i I mean it was uh very well done you know yeah and And then sometimes on indie features you don't get that (laughs) (laughs) you don't get you don't get uh good acting sometimes but uh y'all did a fantastic job i thought i'm always nice to indie films because i know how hard it is Mm -hmm. to get that done um and you know sometimes i'm not gonna (laughs) sometimes the acting there might be some nerves or something going on. I'll go there. I'll be, I'll be kind about it. Cause I know how hard it is. Um, 
but I'll be honest in this one I think uh the only thing that intimidated uh me was to work with Christopher Mann and even though my scenes with him we don't directly have lines but just having to react off of Chris because he is like veteran this guy I mean what is he not in he was in loving like Academy Award-winning film the guy's phenomenal. And so having to react from him, I thought, oh, wow, I wonder how this is going to go. And he ended up being just such a gentleman on and off camera, really easy to play from. He will give you what you need is that like push and pull and you can literally feel it so easy to work with. And I just love him. I had the best experience and I'm, I'm pretty sure it shows that everybody really worked together so well. It did. And I, I believe that we did well and won all those awards because that was done with so much love. Yeah, most, I mean, it did. It, it really does show and it. And it showed that a lot of uh, hard work went into it as well. So, I mean, uh, congrats on that alone. Uh, I, I do, uh, I pulled up your IMDb and I, I've seen it before. <laughs> But there's one a, I, I stalker. I know. What a stalker. No, uh, there's one thing because I've known you, you, um, you know, not through IMDb, but you know, talk you talking to my wife, and you were like, "Yeah, I was on House of Cards. You had a little part on House of Cards and all." But there's something I saw, and I know we brought it up before, but I never got like a real good answer. Was the the America's Most Wanted where you're labeled as a hot tub girl? <laughs> I gotta know that. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, how, did you, I, how did you fall into that? That's the best question I have ever gotten out of anything I have ever done. That was, um, yeah, I was hot tub girl yeah they should have added the word sexy in front of it like i know what good about myself that? they're just like oh she's just in a hot tub like god yeah, well you know shame I, mean, on I was them. wearing a bikini like i mean you're, you're, my hair was up nice <laughs> i had these huge chandelier earrings that's gotta be somewhere i'm mortified <laughs> no you know, I, it, it, looks it, good. it probably <laughs> is no no we won't look it up uh, but I saw that and I was like, oh, I forgot we talked about it a long time ago. I just never really got into it. But I thought that was funny. And, and shame on them for not focusing on your part of that and not catching the criminal. That's what yeah, I, like they caught the criminal. They did. I, they did. There oh, was, they did? Yes, they did. They caught the criminal. And then I thought, oh, great. So now they're not going to play it anymore. And so there goes our airtime. So uh, this criminal, you should have done better, sir. You should have done better. No, I'm kidding. My God, no, my respect to everybody. You waited a week so my my stuff could have aired. God. Like, come on, man. Like, let let them keep playing. No, no, my respect goes out to anybody who had any losses because of that. But yeah. um, no, that was really exciting. I was uh, I was starting out, and I had just done. Uh, I think the guy who's directing. I had just done an industrial with him. And okay. he called me and originally I was a party girl, <laughs> a party girl, me, God, that yeah. doesn't sound right at all. That's not even acting. I was like, do I, that's not even acting. Like, give me a challenge. Uh, but 
I was like, party girl. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. It's like, just bring some dresses, blah, blah, blah. But just in case this guy was kind of a womanizer, he just had girls all the time around him. He's spending all this money. Just in case, would you bring some bathing suits, like a bikini or something? And I thought, um, okay, I guess. Like, it's fine. <laughs> and then the week before we were supposed to shoot, you know, because us women were always like, I'm not skinny enough, blah, blah. Mm. I got the stomach flu. Oh, my God. <laughs> And I lost like seven pounds. And I I was like Emily Blunt in the Devil Wears Prada. Like I'm only oh, wow. a, a stomach flu away from my gold weight. So I made my gold weight before I was in the hot tub in a bikini. <laughs> and that was the only time I was glad I had the stomach flu. It was sad. It was so sad. Uh, but then when he was like, we did Party Girl and that was fine. And he was like, hey, um, we want to have like, at least three girls in a hot tub with guy would you be fine I was like okay yeah I mean a hot tub I'll, I'll hang out there while you guys set up the shot <laughs> that was not a hard day of work so just hang out in the hot tub and you're like okay <laughs> freaking Aaron I swear to god you would be the one to bring <laughs> I know I would be I would be the one to bring this up yes the people need oh that. Uh, scandalous well, <laughs> <laughs> yes hanging out in a hot tub is scandalous so uh, scandalous <laughs> no i do want to and, and you know after all all, all of that you know um i, I do want to bring up that you are trying to venture into other aspects of what you're doing i mean you want to you want to produce and all that stuff just like so many people but um I got to read a little bit. You shared a little bit with me. I'm not going to share everything, but um, I think you got a good idea and a good story on your hands. And I, I you want to talk a little bit about what you're doing there? Yes, thank you. So I'll be honest with you. You have more information than anybody else. You're <laughs> the only person because see, this is what happened with family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because I have to get your opinion. And of course, I'm like, oh, here's the draft proposal for this. So you're the only person who's laid eyes on this proposal. Um, and so I was excited when I got your feedback. Thank you. Always so valuable. Um, but yeah, oh, man, you have all the insights here. All of them. Um, but yeah, I am I am going to venture into filmmaking now. I'm going to be wearing a few hats. I'll produce and direct as well as star in this. Uh, because I'm an overachiever and it seems like a good time. <laughs> yes, go for it. Um, yeah. But Texas has been so phenomenal and the industry here is really warm and welcoming, supportive, friendly. I couldn't ask for a better place to live at, especially at this time uh, where we can still film and just be safe and continue to work. I think that's really important. Uh, but I'm very excited about the story. I've been sitting on this story since 2016. Oh, wow. So I've been, I wrote the first draft in 2016. So this isn't like just whatever I came up with it. I've, I've been sitting on this for years now. And um, I was talking to my friend yesterday and I said, uh, she asked me, how come you didn't film it back then? And I thought, well, I guess it just wasn't the time. You know, everything has its own timing and it wasn't the time, sure. but I feel like this is the perfect time for it. Uh, this is the time for the story. And this is the time for those topics that are covered in this story. And yeah, I'm, I'm just excited. I know it's going to be, uh, 
is going to be an opportunity to learn a lot. Uh-huh. I'm very fortunate to have phenomenal friends in the industry who are already providing excellent, valuable information and tips and advice and support and letters of recommendation. I mean, I, I, I feel really blessed. Um, and I, I just heard back from one of the actors. So I've been, I touched with the actors that I really have to have. So hopefully they'll be available at that time, but it's just really good to just be like, okay, so I may have this and this works out really well. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be an interesting journey and I'm looking forward to everything that I can learn and, and offer and all the amazing work that we can do together in Texas. Yeah. And that's what I hear a lot of, you know, um, a lot of these people, they have their little filmmaking community, you know, and they start making their films and they got people they can rely on. And that's, that's good. You're breaking into this and who knows after this project, they might, you know, everybody works so well together, then go on to the next. And I always tip my hat to someone that takes the time you have something you created and then you're going to say, you know what, I'm going to create, I'm going to, you know, I want this to come to life and go on screen. And it takes a lot of guts And that's why sometimes I get so mad at people, you know, you got to look at the budget. You got to look at, Hey, these are, you know, Mm -hmm. this is an independent thing. It's not a big Hollywood blockbuster. You're not going to see a bunch of, you know, special effects and what you do see costs a lot of money and they, they crap all over it, but without, you know, watching it and say, okay, you know, they did this right. Or, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe I don't like this part or this or, but, um, going into that i think people should just ignore because there's always going to be someone that talks crap and just go oh. and make your stuff and you know what whoever don't like it they don't like it but don't ever let it discourage you from going further with it because you can only get better <laughs> that's, a, that's why i tell you <laughs> you can only get better at something like that that's my opinion if you keep it- going at it and you try Right. Is this your TED talk telling me that if this is total crap that I can only get better? I feel like this was your no. TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> like this was do better. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm you know what I'm saying? Uh, that yes. you, you're going to just like anything else, you know, you go and you say it's your first time constructing a building and some something's going to be off, something's going to be crooked or what, but the next time you build one you already know those little Mm -hmm. pitfalls but if you have a good community especially like you said there's people that are already done this and they can Mm -hmm. help you avoid certain pitfalls and i think it'll just they'll just keep getting better that's what i'm saying oh i i think uh and with me a wise man always says uh i know what i don't know and i have no problem saying I don't know this and I need to learn it and I have no problem asking for advice and asking for for information if I need it Uh, and I have no problem going to the experts and saying okay how can we make this better how can I do that and um, I've already gotten so so much from a couple of producer friends Uh, I happen to be best friends with the producer of Try, uh, the executive producer of Try, and he already just went over so many things with me. And I sat down there and just jotted all down. Um, some of it he, we had already talked about during the 
with the filming of tribes actually in development production pre-production production and post-production I got to learn so much from him uh, unknowingly uh, and so it's nice to have him to just kind of talk to and there's another producer a great one in Philadelphia he just does killer work uh, won so many awards I don't even know where he keeps them anymore but uh, he's been giving me some really good tips and it's it's nice to to just have that kind of support here and everybody I've reached out in Texas incredible yeah I mean they are ready to do it there is not a negative little snippet anywhere everybody's just ready to go I love that yeah it a lot of people have run into that you know uh that one movie it's a independent horror film it's a fan film Texas it's uh, about Texas Chainsaw Man it's called The Sword Ooh. Massacre and he, he um he hired a a mutual friend of mine and Geraldine's, uh, Stephanie, and she does the, the special effects, practical effects. And oh, wow. I had her on the show and everything. Well, she started talking and then she got to meet Billy Pawn. He's also an independent director. And he was just like, oh, you know, oh, you're up in Canada. He's like, yeah. He goes, no, if you do it, you got to do it in Texas. And I'm going to set you up with this. And th-. I mean, just so like, hey, man, anything you need, we're going to make this happen to where it'll look great you know and i've just seen nothing but support in the independent part you know some people you might get some people that are in for it from themselves but then you get some people that are like hey we're in this together we want to see other people you know move up and come up and and make something that we've never seen before and i think that's lacking nowadays something you've never seen before or something Mm -hmm. something original we don't get that from uh the big budget stuff anymore like you used I, to I, I mean I love the big budget stuff uh oh yeah can't help it I mean I love my celebs I love them <laughs> uh but I have such appreciation for an independent film that comes out of nowhere like a Napoleon Dynamite that costs yeah. so little to make and then just and boom just it explodes way late in- <laughs> And, you know, I'm sure when they were filming it, they didn't think that was even possible. But I mean, talk about like a new way of comedy and how uh, how interesting of a twist it gave and time periods. And now these are quotes, like everyday quotes for everybody, especially you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I do. But I I love seeing that that happened when you have an independent film and and you see that happening where it means that that story needed to be told it was the right time it was new refreshing progressive revolutionary what have you Uh, I love seeing that and I think you know the way Hollywood has been a little a little bit slowed it's been slowing down because of this whole pandemic um I've been watching a lot of indie films Mm -hmm. on Hulu and Amazon, Netflix. I'm just glad that these platforms are picking up independent work because it is needed. It is. And I I was surprised to see some stuff that was independent on Netflix. You know, they usually stay to the bigger names and everything. And some of those bigger names, they start off somewhere. Let's not forget, you know, there's some there's some older movies. And especially, it, it's funny because it always goes back to horror because I think of Matthew McConaughey. And, yeah, and, and um, yes, yes, and Renée Zellweger. Yes. That's exactly what I was thinking. 
in Texas. Yeah, the Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre, new generation, uh, next generation. And then I saw a movie, and I didn't, I didn't even realize Mark Ruffalo was in it, and it's called The Dentist. And I'm like, that's the freaking Hulk. And he has like this part. He's like this this beauty queen's manager, and like he's not even mentioned like in the the beginning credits, you know, because it's uh, Corbin oh. Burnson. And yeah, if you look at it, listen, wow, I, I can I can share my screen. Oh, awesome! Because I love Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, I he, love him. <laughs> I mean, Zodiac, and then that film he has. He did that romantic comedy with um, Reese Witherspoon. I said like made in heaven or something like that um and yeah then i fell in love with mark ruffalo and i've been in love with him since uh don't tell ram though link yeah <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> but that's really cool and now i need to go watch the dentist so i'm excited no I'll, I'll see if i can get this going this is my, oh my first gosh, go yes, around show me that clip <laughs> yeah I was like, oh. share screen. Yes. <laughs> what is it? Uh, oh, shit. Be like, if you go down, I think if you go to the bottom, there might be a share screen in the middle somewhere. Uh, there is. Uh, oh, there it is. I share think... sound. Okay, sorry. I got it. No, I'm, I'm getting didn't. this. Oh, oh I love this. This is cool. So I get to watch clips with you. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Let's see. You a model? Can you, you hear like it? a model. What? Any, yes. Uh, runway work? That's his voice. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't easy. Look no. how young oh, he is. You gotta be very confident to get up there in front oh, of those judges. You gotta have the walk. You wanna try? No. We all like, he comes off creepy dreams. right Go here. Go on, stand up, give it a shot. No, very never, creepy. I don't know how I've never done anything. Like, come on. Take a few steps to a new beginning. It, oh, God. Yeah. Like come into my van. Yeah. Come <laughs> on. <laughs> it looks really creepy. Uh, it does. He comes off as a creep, like big time in this one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to show you that. <laughs> that is so weird. Isn't that like he was, I didn't he's so young? It's not. Is that from? It's got to be eighties because of the colors uh, and the, the cinematography. Uh, you're, you're I'm assuming close. when when was that? early nineties, like ninety two, early nineties, like ninety. No, oh, 95, that makes sense. Ninety six, so mid nineties, ninety five, ninety six. Ninety five, man, I went eighties with it. <laughs> no, but it it does. It has that kind of feel. But we, you know, even I forget sometimes yes. the quality. Like I'll watch some, I'm like, oh. That was like in, you know, 97 and it'll still look like, what the hell? You know, like I'll see the older person. <laughs> and I'm like, this is what we thought was great. And now everything's like 4K in your face and it's nuts. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. it keeps, keeps getting better and better and better. So that's good. But see, but I don't knock it because I will watch Killer Clowns from Out of Space yeah. every October. And I... And I thoroughly enjoy it. And I still think it's very original that these are alien clowns, that they put you in a cotton candy or a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty, actually, that it, that it's, is... um, it's pretty gory and nasty. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I it's love a, movie. It, it is an interesting little movie. And I know that uh, that's cool you brought it up because this is called sci-fi. So, I mean, that's a little bit of sci-fi, killer clowns from outer space. 
So <laughs> I guess I that's don't know. That's a good, that's a classic, uh, that's a classic sci-fi. I know I love Ram that loves movie. that movie. I, I think that's the reason I oh, even know about yeah. that movie. Yeah. I even, I think I have the What? Movie. Yeah. He well, it's amazing movie. because he loves film. Like he has watched so many more films that I have. Um, but, you know, I didn't think anybody shared my love for Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> that is such an awesome <laughs> with kurt russell right yes. and it comes it comes on the other day and i was like oh yes i didn't watch it he's like oh yeah this movie's cool what it's like he has watched everything and he likes everything it's so neat so yeah That's- props to big trouble little china i was really ticked off when i realized now uh, that it was in San Francisco and now I'm kicking myself because every time I went there I didn't go to the location so I could be like yeah, yeah like, where's I'm Lupin right <laughs> where's Mr. Lupin <laughs> I love that movie so yeah I I have a huge appreciation for pretty much anything it, it, as long as it's it's interesting it's, it's I like thought-provoking and original and, and so that, that really does it for me I know uh, when you when you start doing your your project, like is there a certain like I guess I'm trying to figure out how to word it. Is there some sort of inspiration on how you're gonna have this look cinematography wise, like anything like that? Is there something you're kind of going for? Or what's inspired? Oh, you're so good. You're so good. Um, look wise, um... yeah. So I have really good director of photography friends. It really helps to have friends. Um, Look-wise, I want to go for a True Detective season one. I mean, I love that. Oh, my God. Right? That, oh, so good. Yeah, people I love have that look. not seen that part with old uh, McConaughey oh. when he's going to the different houses. And that it's just like, isn't it like what do they call it? A continuous shot? It's just like. Yes he just keeps going that was just just going that was was amazing 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 the whole whole oh that season was amazing but that when i when you mentioned true detective that's one of the things that pops into my mind is that scene when he's going through that neighborhood i was like that is just that was freaking master class right there i mean that was brilliant well and then um i love season two I think season two has the best shootout uh, scene that I have ever seen in my life. I gotta see it now. Oh my God. And Colin Farrell, this is such a different role for Colin Farrell. I mean, he was superb. But that shootout scene is just stuck in my head. If I ever have a shootout scene, I'm like, how do you outdo this? You can't. <laughs> you don't. That's you how that try. works. You, just, you cannot <laughs> you can outdo really... this. I mean, I can have a Tom Cruise budget and you cannot. I, I feel like you, you still can't outdo that shootout scene. And I remember even reading an article about it because it was so impactful. It really had you in there. You felt like you were in it. The music was insane. Acting, of course, perfection. Um, yeah, but I, God, I love True Detective, but look-wise, yes, True Detective season one, I just like the look of it, the little bit of grit, uh, I like things that look like that, like House of Cards, I think is, oh, so beautiful, it was beautifully shot, um, 
but somewhere along those lines of just like a little bit of a grid and a little bit of dark. Yeah, it's definitely there. I, I, I like the, I'm the same way. I like the grittier look to certain yeah. things, you know, it just, I yeah. don't know if it just goes with it, especially that kind right. of story with true mm-hmm. detective season one. And, you know, it, it just, um, a lot of that, it, it, that that season's just creep. That whole story is just freaking creepy, and you know it, it came from somewhere because there are mm-hmm. sick people out there, and that was yeah. just so surprising. I mean, I I want to talk more about it. I'm trying to hold back because I'm like, probably someone has not seen it, and I don't. It, it's so we're good. gonna I just don't want to ruin it. Everybody, no, I will not I ruin, ruin that it. for anyone. Go enjoy it. Be really <laughs> creeped out. Uh, you're gonna have a good time. Matthew McConaughey's phenomenal, and of course, you can't you can't go wrong with Woody Harrison. Harrison, oh, no. uh, he's just he's perfect in drama, comedy, whatever you throw at him, he's just gonna kill it. Um, did you unintended? <laughs> so, did you see him in? Um, oh, oh my God! I just had it. Uh, it's the Kevin Costner Highwaymen. Yeah. Did you see that one with the Bonnie and Clyde story? There's a Kevin it's, Costner film that I have not watched. <laughs> <laughs> it's called it, it, it's called The Highwaymen and Woody Harrelson's in it, too. And they're Ooh. they're chasing down uh, Bonnie and Clyde. He plays uh, Kevin Costner's like the old um, Texas Marshal. They kind of bring him out of retirement because he's a badass because oh, they're nice. going all these people are going after Bonnie and Clyde and they can't catch him. So he gets him and and Woody Harrelson. It's a great film. I oh, I I know what I'll be anyway. watching tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like, check it out whenever you can. That was good yeah. too. I like Woody Harrelson's part in that as well. Oh, in anything, in anything, and of course, I mean Kevin Costner. Right now, I'm just like Yellowstone. I know. Well, man. did I say more? Yeah, we're on the we're on the last season. I think I have. Uh, three episodes left of season three, so I hadn't seen it yet. I'm about to, so <laughs> I keep, I don't I keep spoil getting it. involved in stuff. No, I'm not gonna spoil. I need to watch it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, I'm. I think it's awesome what you're doing. Uh, I, I wish you nothing but the best. I don't know. Was there anything else you want to bring up before we bring this to a close? I know we've been talking for a while. <laughs> how long is your show supposed to be you know it's as long as we want it to be so if you want to bring something up you bring it up yes Yes. you bring whatever Um, you want to the table no i can't uh i can't think of anything um just throw a house of cards in there (laughs) and it was and it was two part i had i went in i went in season one and season four so okay. it was in two different episodes playing two different characters so you were because they list you what were you you were a, a reporter on one of them i was a reporter on uh season one and oh. then i i played louisa's mother uh in uh season four and oh, so I got to, and the cool part, uh, I mean, that whole show is incredible. Um, very cool for season four. I was actually directed by Robin Wright. And so I, at first I was kind of bummed because, you know, of course, like Kevin Spacey's there and you have Michael Kelly and Derek Cecil. It's just wonderful. 
And here comes Robin Wright over just to give me direction. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I love you. And, and act, that's when you really use your acting. It's not the acting when the camera is rolling. It's just the acting when like she's talking to me. It's like, be cool. Just be cool. It's like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. got it. Great. Thanks. And on the inside, you're and like, just, I love you. <laughs> I know. Party with you. <laughs> I'm all, I, I just want to be like, as you wish. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Right? So I had to, I had to calm down and just <laughs> like be cool. And that was, that was the acting part of that. <laughs> but it was, it was really neat. It was really, really neat. And then I did get to go to that rap party. Um, I went to two of them. I went to the rap party for season two and then the rap party for season four. And then everybody's there. Like oh, everybody's wow. there. Like Neff Campbell. I mean, I'm a big screen fan. Big screen fan. And Neff Campbell, does she know that we should age? Does she does she understand <laughs> that human beings should age? I don't think she knows that I don't think we she should age. <laughs> and she's just like. I mean, like nothing, like you saw just her nothing. back in 97. She looks just the nothing, same. just exactly the same. <laughs> Amazing. And then, of course, I'm thinking, oh, my God, you dated John Cusack. Um, what was that like? But I can't <laughs> ask her that. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. So you wearing no. a wire or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what was he like? You worked for what tabloid? <laughs> right. Um, like, yeah. No, that's cool. So you got to meet several people. I mean. Oh, yeah. You got to meet a lot of people. Probably a lot more than that, though. Being up there, I mean, uh, what was it like? Uh, You know what? I I do have a question because, and I'm probably going to answer it right now because I've talked to people and they're like, if they're on a big budget thing, like say you, it it lists you on uh, Captain America, the Winter Soldier as a tourist. Okay. (laughs) So, but was there a lot of standing around? I mean, you just got paid to kind of wait for the action scene that then they say there's a lot of waiting around but the food is great (laughs) oh craft services is the best you get the best 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 stuff from craft services you know what's frustrating and ramon was just telling the story about this um so i'm in the tent with everybody else waiting for the scene at the museum um and Ramon is just walking down the street and he sees this super tall guy with two more people walking like right towards him. And, um, and he kind of bumps into him because he wasn't exactly paying attention. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. And the other guy was just like, Oh, I'm so sorry. So like, you know, I'm sorry. I just, I wasn't looking where I was going and he keeps going. And then Ram turns around. It's like, Oh, that's Chris Evans. Uh, so he bumped into <laughs> Captain America and he was outside the tent and I'm in the tent. I'm waiting. I'm supposed to be in the movie, but I don't get to see Chris Evans. He does. And he's just walking because he happens to be working around the area. So he texts. He's like, I just saw Captain America. It's like, I hate you so much. I've been waiting. I've been waiting to see him all day. <laughs> like, give me a break. So I, I didn't get to see him. And I'm really and bummed Ray about does. <laughs> And he does. He's not even working. He's not even working. Uh, he's just doing his normal job. I'm supposed to be in the film. And he sees Captain America, bumps into him. And he says that he was dressed for the scene where he's running with Falcon, with the Falcon. Oh, okay. It's like, on your left. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah. 
So he was just telling the stories like, I hate you so much, so, so much right now. But then again, I'm sitting there. I was like, well, you're not eating a McDonald's apple pie with Russell Crowe cool, though. So I still oh, have there that. You go. <laughs> mm, he's the gladiator. So we have Captain America, but I have a gladiator. <laughs> <laughs> have you um, have you seen what's that new movie he's out in? Oh, oh I God. saw that. Uh, the one where he is always enraged or something. Is it called yeah. enraged? It's something like that. Oh, God. I'm terrible right now. I bring up stuff and I'm like, I don't even know the fucking name of it. You're uh, like the worst at this. I am. <laughs> I no, can't remember um, it, but he, I love him. And I'm very subjective on that. I can't help it because he was just so nice when I met him and got to hang out with him. Uh, so I work with him on camera. It's not listed on my credits, but it was from Body of Lies. And I played... Oh, wow. um, uh, the Amon counter woman. So I had like they put a parka on me. Oh crap! <laughs> so you don't oh. see. We just see your eyes. <laughs> right there. Uh, so you can't even see me. So I thought, well, what's the point? Don't even put it on IMDb. You don't even see my face at all. Uh, and he did that film. It was with Leo DiCaprio. But in the in the film, he's keeping track of Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. And um, this was really cool because it was a small scene. It was just myself and um another actress and we're supposed to serve him food at this private airport and um Russell comes in in the scene he just comes in he gets his food and he sits down and he just talks on his phone and I will give the scene away it's actually pretty cool um but just for that tiny bit and this is what we're talking about just appreciating the work that goes into it um so uh that would that was Ridley Scott who did that and who's hanging out right there telling me, you know, the worst part of this is just waiting around. And I was like, oh, boo-hoo, it sucks to be Ridley Scott. And he actually <laughs> laughed at that. <laughs> I have no shame either. I look back like, wow, I just say whatever I'm thinking. Great. Um, so he's hanging out and we're actually having a conversation because he's waiting around and he's telling people like he asked them to get the, you could see the runway I mean, a tiny bit of the runway. And he had this like truck, just get like, like those street cleaning trucks, whatever they're called. He had them just go and, and just like make it shiny because, oh, that had to look shiny and clean. And then he had them put tints on all the windows because he didn't like, it was too much light coming in. So, um, and actually, no, that would be my friend, Alexander Witt, who was a director of photographer whom I met in that, during that shoot. And we still keep in touch. It's like, every time I ask, what are you doing? He's, oh, I'm with Angelina Jolie. I'm filming 007. I was like, wow, your life fully sucks too. <laughs> so I, my heart just bleeds for you. So that was like a really cool moment just to see everything that goes into it for such a tiny scene. And then finally we get ready and we know first team is coming and, and it's just Russell Crowe. Like it's just him coming in, he gets his food and Russell comes in and I'm shocked by his Australian accent. And he just said, oh, hey, I'm just gonna get my food and then I'm just gonna give you a nod and then I'm gonna go sit down. It's like, oh, okay, great, let's do that. <laughs> so, so we did the scene and he is so nice and afterwards his assistant David at the time I don't know if David's still with him he said hey you know we're gonna have like a, like a few drinks uh when we wrap today 
uh, do you guys want to go? And I said, yeah, sure, I guess. I didn't think much of it because I just like meeting everybody. It was really cool that they were in town. They were hiring DC actors. DC actors are phenomenal. Shout out. I miss you and love you all. Um, and I get a text message later that evening. I was just having dinner and he said, oh yeah, we're just going to meet up at this place and we're just going to hang out. It's like, okay, great. So I go and I, um, I meet up with them and all the PAs are there. Everybody from the crew is there. And all of a sudden I, I, I go around that hallway and there's Russell Crowe. He's just hanging out there. And so I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, <laughs> oh, you're that girl. Come sit down. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll come sit down with you. So I sat down with him and he showed me pictures of his kids. He loves his boys. He had his laptop and the, the screenshot. Oh, here, I'm just going to give him one. The screenshot on his laptop, because I noticed everything, was uh, when he did the boxing movie. Oh, Cinderella Man. Yeah. Yes. That was his background on his laptop, which I thought was really cool. I was wow. like, if I did that film, I would have that as my background. Thank you. Yes. 100%. You kicked ass in that. Um, and he's showing me pictures of his kids. And then he's telling me the story about how, um, because of the time difference in Australia and DC, the kids call him and put him to bed instead of being the other way around and saying <laughs> goodnight to them. <laughs> And it was just the most endearing thing. And because he had to gain weight for this role, he was on a McDonald's diet. Oh my, yeah, that'll get you there. (laughs) And he's eating a Big Mac and he's like, do you want one? I'm like, no, I am good. I just had dinner. And then he's like, well, I'm going to have dessert. We have McDonald's apple pies. Do you want one? It's like, "Uh, yes, I will take that absolutely I'll take that so he's like I like it warmed up do you want it to be warmed up I'm like yes I would like that to be warmed up this is weird okay so I sat down and I had um (laughs) you know a McDonald's apple pie warm McDonald's apple pie with Russell Crowe and then when it's time to leave he was such a gentleman he walked me to the door he told me I shook hands like a girl and told me that I should like, yeah. And I was like, well, duh, <laughs> what do you expect? So then he's like, this is the proper way to shake hands. And he's like, you got to do a firm handshake. You keep the eye contact. And you're going to wait three seconds. And to this day, I do that. I'm like, you wait three seconds with eye contact. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so then he tells us like, oh, I have, um, and then I told him, well, some of us have to leave because I have a real job in an office I'm not Russell Crowe so I'm just gonna go and I left early and he just said I really wish you all the best and it it really was so touching he like he meant it to which I replied oh likewise and he hits me with likewise so American (laughs) (laughs) so I just laughed all the way as I laughed I was laughing about that I was like what? That's, that's a cool I story. I meant it. I meant it. I really meant I wish you all the best right back. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my cool story. No cap for America. But I can yeah, say but... Gladiator was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. Russell Crowe is awesome. Yes. Yes. I like that story. That's a good one. Oh, man. Yeah, cool. So, so we haven't talked... <laughs> dude will be like let's talk about every movie (laughs) oh man i know there's oh i'm down shoot we could talk uh tons of movies 
You know, speaking of Gladiator, that uh, whenever I saw it, let's see, I want to say it was about ugh, like two years ago. I re-saw it. And I was like, man, how come Joaquin Phoenix was never the Joker? And then what happens? He becomes a Joker. Because that scene when he gets all mad and he has like, he just had the facial features. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, how come he's never been the Joker? He would have been perfect. And, you know, years later, he becomes, you know, the Joker. You called it. But I, well, I mean, I was just like curious, like how come he has the face, you know, and how oh. he got mad and the grin. I know exactly. Yes. Oh which, my gosh, he's beautifully done. And he's a badass actor too. I mean, and he knocked that shit out of the park. That that movie. Was, oh, that movie is phenomenal. Just what's interesting, he had so many layers on it that I get teary eyed because. I could really, I picked up on the layer of pain Mm -hmm. and suffering. He broke my heart. Even at his scariest, I just thought like, oh, this poor guy. It's like Dexter. Like Dexter was the nice serial killer. (laughs) And and with the Joker, it's like, but he's in so much pain. So I guess I'm like Harley Quinn in a way. (laughs) 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 The Harley Quinn in mine came out. Uh, because he's, he's in so much pain and suffering and this is his way of doing all and I think the brilliance in that is to really go from like you're gonna judge the character to now you're gonna really see into their psyche and almost understand it uh, and that's scary and really hard to do and he nailed it well and they say like when people you know actors or actresses that do a part that where it's real dark and stuff they gotta they have to take a break after that because that like you said they get into that psyche and then they're like you know this i gotta play a disturbed individual that'll stab someone in the neck and not even think twice about it and then you have to come back from that like yeah it was pretend it's a good time doing what you love to do but then also it does take a you know a mental you know toll on people i think anyway i think it would oh yes oh yes i can tell you um so i have this it's a weird thing my process is weird like everybody i mean everybody with acting or any kind of creative thing that you do your process is always going to be very unique to you it doesn't matter how much training how many classes it's very unique to you um whenever i hear action i'm gone like gone there is not one bit of me that's thinking the only part that's conscious there is going to be um, cheating to camera if I need to or whatever technical thing it'll be way back here but I'm way over there somewhere Cyrus gone and whatever character comes in it almost feels like you do it and then you come back into your body it's really weird um so I can't imagine, I haven't had a chance. I've, I've played characters where, yeah, they kill people. <laughs> she killed people and all that. She had good reasons for it. Uh, she's saving the world. Um, but I haven't played anything horrific yet. And I would love to, because oh, yeah. I like difficult, like if it's difficult and hard and scary, that's exactly what I want to do. I want to do that. Um, 
but I can't imagine like what it takes on you because I feel everything. When I cry on screen, I legitimately just brought in some pain and it's there and I feel it and I will remember it Yeah. later on. It's, it's like you lived it. It's, it becomes like a memory. It, it's weird. So to think of Joaquin Phoenix, to have to go through that for so long and the preparation and the toll that it takes on you physically, spiritually, mentally, whatever Oh my gosh, it's, it's just exquisite. And I'm weird. Only I would say it's exquisite, but it is because I, I know. And no, so I wonder, is. I wonder if he just, I mean, he felt that. And it may be a memory of that character that lives in him. And it's, 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 it's haunting. Isn't but you I never, I never thought of it that way. A part yes. of that character, you have to... That has to kind of exist for that kind of performance to come out. That kind of has to exist. I never right? thought of it you that know, way. Yes, it, 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 it happens. And it's, it really is, it's haunting. Some characters, they, not some, they stay with you. They stay with you. Um, I have a project where I finally get to play the villain. Oh, cool. Um, and it was postponed. It was supposed to shoot last year. And my my director, my producer, uh, my director and the writer are in the UK. And of course, they're all shut down still. Um, mm. So we don't know if it'll be this year or when. But um, it was really cool. Uh, the script is amazing. I'm I'm like blown away. But I'll finally get to play the villain. And that's going to be interesting because I know that level of manipulation. It's going to stay with me. <laughs> I wonder how much I can learn from her. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be good. Yes, I'm, cool. I'm really, she's bisexual, which I sounds crazy, but I've always wanted to play because that's difficult. And again, if it's difficult, I want to do it. I want to do that because um, that's humanity. Yeah. It's just exploring humanity. It's nothing else. If nothing else, that's what you do when you're acting. Um, but she is, she is horrible. She's really manipulative and just plain evil. It's just evil. Um, but when I look at her as the character, she went through a lot of tough stuff. And she, it's, you know, for her, survivors, you know, the fittest, only the fittest survives. And you know, she's driven by, there's trauma there. So she doesn't let anybody mess with her and she has to be in control at all times because of what happened to her. And there's a justification for everything that she does. So she's not evil. She is just, she's surviving and she's looking up for number one and there's zero judgment on that. So you know, uh, you saying something like that, like, uh, for instance, like the walking dead, how they made Shane the bad guy but when you said survivor like isn't that what the bad guys usually are they're, they're already ahead of the the curve a little bit they already like humanity not the bad thing the bad guys always think everybody's out to get them so yes the bad people but they've been so damaged that they think that way but really when whenever you said that i started thinking about shane i'm like man they always made him out to be the bad guy in the first season and he was already ahead of the rest of them because he mm -hmm. knew where it was going. He already yeah. saw chaos. 
he's he was bad and crazy you know he just saw ahead yeah he just saw ahead but isn't that all the bad guy like any bad guy you watch in the movies and there's some that are just evil sons of bitches and they're just just like, because they yeah just, just like because it. they want to mm-hmm. be but then there's some that were created that way because of what they went through or some sort of traumatic experience exactly i mean karate kid perfect example right yeah and now you <laughs> right, and now you have cobra kai uh and you know and now you're looking at it like oh so daniel was bully yeah so they, well interesting you, well hmm. and that's the thing you got to see it from the other perspective which i thought was really cool you got to see it from in his eyes is like look at this little asshole you know yeah he shows up oh he's starts- just a rich little jerk who just wants to have his way all the time oh but his stepdad is a jerk he treats his mom like dirt he, yeah. he just thinks he owns everybody and then, he goes through crap um and Daniel. nobody sees that <laughs> yeah and then yeah. this new guy starts hitting on his girlfriend so what's up yeah <laughs> and of course he would see him as the enemy as a bad guy right so daniel's like oh i'm just here talking to this hot girl what's wrong with this guy <laughs> what a d-bag yeah <laughs> it's Man. the flip side but i know you said some are just evil just because they enjoy it yeah. and um well, when like i do movies research, and stuff yeah yeah and so when i do my research even with those characters um it's because they like power they like power and they like control and there's always a reason behind that evil cruel it could be nothing other than i can and it's the power and they're like addicted to that power but there's always a justification in their mind because they're not evil a bad guy will never say i'm a bad guy yeah i think the worst i've had some shows i've watched and movies and there's some villains that you're just like that actor did such a good job that you want them to die you're like i hate hate them this and mm-hmm. Joffrey, King Joffrey was one of them in Game of Thrones. You, hit, oh my God, I wanted, I, I wanted to jump through the screen and strangle. I'm like, this piece of shit. I, yes, <laughs> I, yes. But yes, that actor did a fantastic job. If you could get a reaction out of someone like, I hate that person. And he could be the coolest guy ever. <laughs> and this character just, you would have killed. You know, they're walking the red carpet with his mom, like being super nice. And you're just like, fuck you. I hate you. you. Know what and you, you can keep that because that's honest. That's honest. But, you <laughs> that's know, a that's... job well done. Exactly. And I think that that if someone's going to play a bad guy, they should want to do that. I think some people probably hold back because they're like, shit, I don't want people to hate me in real life. But if you can draw that kind of emotion... <laughs> out of someone being that evil and being like man i hate that guy or that girl man i i want them to be killed already in this movie and that just means they got badass job of what they yeah. did so it's like you know it's a compliment yeah listen if if that actor is at i don't know stripes getting a red bull and somebody spits at them just for no reason yeah i'd be like thank you <laughs> You're like, I did a badass job of being a, a crazy bitch. That's great. Like, thank you. Like, oh, thank you. Thanks for watching. <laughs> you know, like, just got my Red Bull. <laughs> that would That's be... how you know you're good job. <laughs> Next time we oh, see God. you, you'll be covered in something. Yeah, someone threw their soda at me. Well, you did a good job. 
they like, hate oh, you someone from threw their soda at me it was so nice that's not the nicest thing a fan has ever done <laughs> oh weird i know oh man that's oh, funny man. that is funny is yeah. there um uh, that's good that you brought that up because you said that that's one of the things you want to do is yeah. you want to be a bad guy or whatever but in making a movie like what would one of your um in, in anybody what would one of your dream actors be to work on one of your projects i mean like you've always admired them and and you think that wow. they would do good that's a really good question because a lot of them come to another it's like imdb <laughs> in my head right now do, 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 do. i'm seeing so many pictures right now it's like do, 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 it's just going um I think I would be nervous as heck the whole time, but I would act cool about it. But if I had even a one-liner with Al Pacino. Oh man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and I got to hear, and I got to hear him say like, you did your one-liner. Oh, <laughs> and just scream something. <gasps> I wouldn't know what to do that with be myself. A- because I'll be honest, he, I measure people against him when I, it's a bad habit of mine when I'm watching a project. Yeah. Um, like he had, there's this old movie called City Hall. I don't think a lot of people watched it. Oh, it's uh, Al Pacino, John Cusack. And I've been in love with John Cusack, of course, since he did say anything uh, because Lloyd Dobler, duh. Um, but I, I, I watched it. It was like on HBO at this point. It wasn't in the movie theater. It was on HBO. And I, I watched John Cusack with Al Pacino and Al Pacino's his boss. And so John Cusack kind of kept it there where he needed to. But when he had to step up to Al Pacino, they went head to head. And I thought, oh, holy crap. I mean, I never doubted John Cusack acting, acting skills because he's always great. But that I'm like, oh, you're there. You're at that level. You're Al Pacino level. And it's weird because I will see some people work with him and I feel like he'll just eat you up. He'll take the whole scene. Your eyes are on him. It doesn't matter what's going on. But John Cusack went head to head and it worked perfectly. And I thought that was one of the best intellectual battles I've seen. Phenomenal writing, phenomenal writing. Um, but if you ever get a chance to City Hall, it City is Hall. a very cool political it. film. Uh, and I remember uh, John Cusack's character, of course, he plays Kevin Calhoun and he works for Al Pacino. But <laughs> I measure everybody against Al Pacino and Meryl Streep. Oh, Those wow. are my measurements. <sighs> well, that's good. I mean, that's something to... I, I guess that's like your top bar. Like this that's, is where you need to, like, this is where I would love for it. you to be, but yeah. But that's, that also challenges you as well. Golly. Um, but as no. far as like actors, I would love to work with uh, he, I would just be terrified to work with Al Pacino, but beyond excited, it would be like skydiving. Like you're just really scared, but excited at the same time. Oh, that yeah. would be, that would be my feeling. <laughs> Uh, with Al Pacino if I could and then uh, there's so many cool celebrities that are nice and just to get them just to see them be nice and just like normal people I think that'd be nice too no that's definitely you want them to be cool 
Let's see. Uh, yeah. I'm going to pull up the movie trailer for City Hall real quick. It's so good. And I love, um, back then, I was really young. I was a teenager probably when this was out. And I wasn't very much into political stuff when I watched it. But this one got, well, it's on Q-Side. But this one just really got me. I thought it was interesting. Let's see. There it is. Mm-hmm. All right. Where, uh... He holds his own. The first and perhaps only great mayor was Pericles of Athens. He said, all things good of this earth flow into the city because of the city's greatness. Were we not great once? Can we not be great again? Mm-hmm. I'm telling you. <laughs> I feel that this city uh. is going to explode. I am talking guns. That volume's coming. <laughs> it all began with a shooting. This is an incident that will not you know, go I've never away. heard not of as this long as I am Oh, it's killer. Aren't you supposed to be the pipeline to the mayor? You should tell him somebody's taken up the wrong street. Hold up. Oh, la la. Stay away yeah. from this one. <laughs> it's funny, Phil. This one's not over yet. Kevin, you're my right hand. You're the mayor's right hand. Whose side are you on? Yours? Just because this kid thinks he can elect you president. Wow. Are you going to forget who got you here? Oh, uh, oh yeah. Denny Aiello. If a sparrow was that Denny Aiello? Yes. I feel responsible. Where's it going, Abe? All this is about is getting things done. I'm looking for an answer. Don't you get it? You turn over the rock, the other side's wow. quicksand. Get the plane uh -huh. out of line. Be careful how you judge me. I need this. Oh, this cast. This cast. Man, I need to see this movie. I yeah definitely check it out let's see yes it is so it's it's like a hidden gem i don't remember hearing about it a lot again had it not played on um on hbo i wouldn't have known and i was probably on summer break or something and i just thought i was like oh it's john cusack i love him <laughs> <laughs> and then uh you see al pacino on I'm locked in. Um, but it's it's a really good film. But yeah, John Cusack holds his own with Al Pacino big time. And I thought that was that, very neat. I definitely will be checking this out. Oh, there it is. I was like, how do I get the stop share? Damn. <laughs> I was trying to get back to the screen. Oh, man. No. You um, have like your STD test results on the screen or something. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind that screen. <laughs> Mind Just to make sure to like put that screen away uh <laughs> no and I, that's what i love about talking with other people about movies I always find something or get pointed in the direction of a movie that i've either like just looked over because there's so many of them oh yeah. and nowadays because oh my god there's like something released all all the time like there's yeah. always something and then a new show you're trying to finish this one everybody's like you need to check this one out well shit and finish the last one like i have other stuff i do i don't just sit in front of a tv i have to work <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have to work i got you know like a family you know kids are in sports know. maybe sometimes maybe. you want to see the outside world just a little yes. bit yes yeah but to sit sometimes there, you walk I, outside I like oh what is that fiery ball what is that i just oh. don't i i try to catch up as, with as much stuff as i can and it's just it's, it's impossible. hard it's impossible I, I can't i can't i can't do it i've been 
um, for the past, I don't know how long, I'm working after work and then I'm working on the week. <laughs> and I'm going to work after this. I have some work to do. Um, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, well, so that's what I do. Everybody's like having drinks and hanging out and I'm over here work. <laughs> it's worth it, but, though. It'll be worth it. Yeah, because you're 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 doing something you you love doing you're you're creating something so that's you know it does like you said it takes a toll but then it pays off i think it will so yes man this is yeah we've been going for a minute <laughs> oh, we, oh my god we really can that's the thing i like, know we start talking about movies and create being creative and all that oh we'll be here forever well so. you know well this won't be the only one you'll be a part of there'll be other other episodes but i am I'm, I'm glad you decided to be on this one i know Yay. with your new stuff going on I'm very excited for it and uh yeah i appreciate you coming over here and talking to me other like we don't always talk you know, I know. but yeah <laughs> i'm glad you 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 shared those stories stories i had never heard the i never heard you, the russell crowe story so that was oh, cool really you know, so, yeah nice yeah. nice you're telling me in the many margaritas that i've i know before well, the many beers we got together i know it, i was it, never it, like it, yeah russell was pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> i had an apple pie you probably did tell me when we were drinking i just didn't believe you I'm like, She's drunk off <laughs> you <her> forgot. <laughs> you no, forgot. that's awesome no. no i appreciate it uh shara and um of course everything you're going to be doing, I'll be keeping up with, but I'll also share it. And uh, yeah. And we'll share your mini Insta, your Instagram. I bet you're everywhere. Like I am like Twitter and all that stuff too. You're all, you know there. that I follow you on everything. I think, yeah, I think we do. Well, I, we follow each other on every like Facebook, That's Instagram, Twitter. I don't know. Uh, I love much. your only fans page. It's really cool. <laughs> what you do that. It's just me laying there with an only only a fan just covering the the private area. That's it. Yeah. Sign up for his only fan sign, page. No. Sign up. <laughs> oh no. man, that's so wrong. You ain't right. Um, no, I know, I know. But <laughs> I know. No, thank, thanks again, Shira, and I know we'll be talking again soon. And uh, yeah, very cool. And uh, thanks for sharing. Thank you so much for taking your podcast virginity away. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, thank you so much for having me. I just love oh, it. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be happy to come on whenever. For sure. <laughs>